When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. My talkers, thanks for hanging out with us on this Wednesday, hump day, March 9th. And I know myself, Lori, Julia, Brittany, everybody here at My Talk wants to send out a big thank you to all you My Talkers who have taken the time to donate to our efforts in Ukraine, pairing up with the light. So thank you guys. And I'm sure you've got maybe some few more people we want to talk about. Or well, We've got stuff. Yeah. yeah. We've got stuff. But first, oh, Lord, people, you're so generous. Yeah, let's hear some of these kind thank donors. You, thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, so... <sighs> We have Robin who gave very generous, generously. Emily, Emily, Kathy, Kathy was yeah a huge one. I mean, anonymous. anonymous who I, we actually know was Julia because she put <laughs> it in wrong. She was I, trying to add baby. I was names. trying to give Brittany all these names, but I don't. <laughs> I pushed all the wrong buttons, of yeah. course. Which actually is more on brand for you than you'd think. I know. Uh, Tiffany, <laughs> Emily, Joan, Den, uh, Denise, just amazing. We're Barb, at, we're at sixty five thousand seven hundred seventy five dollars. Thank you, everybody. And the sun is out today, so God is helping us through this time, too, because we need the sunshine. We need the, su- the sunshine. And that's a song, I think, in Mame, because we need a little sunshine. right? Hollywood speaking. <laughs> Do not cut me off. It is my show. All right, so here are some things to talk about. I watched something, or the thing about Pam, as opposed to something about Mary, it was the thing <laughs> about Pam last night, the Renee Zellweger uh, Dateline story, um, and I think I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how to go back. I don't know. People have a mixed it's, feelings. The one thing I will say about it is amazing to me how you can spin something to play a murder. I guess. I mean, how you can spin things around to make other people look so bloody guilty. Yeah, isn't it wild? They they relied so much on her testimony for that case. And that that's what's kind of wild about this is, like, it, there's there's so many parts to this. But she, and it's not a surprise. Most people know that she literally, you know, gets away with murder by just saying somebody else did it. I know. And, and, and just how she looks and everything. Yeah. It... I'm an, I don't know how you do prosthetic work that well because there are close-ups and you can't tell. Are you dying? Are you it, like looking for everything? Everything. Oh, that's what I was looking with with Colin Farrell and the Penguin. And there you can't even see youthful eyes behind the bags. I mean, it is amazing what they can do with this prosthetics, with these prosthetics. It is amazing to me. Okay. But this was the show that hit me last night hard. Wait, wait. Tell us what you think, though, all in all about... Oh, do I have to? I mean, do you like it? Do you not like it? I heard it's quite chic. Is it it's quite... kind of cheesetastic, maybe. I don't know. I was in love with the Viking show. Okay. I was so... You were old. watching so much. You were to make what up for... What else do I do? You were to make up for me and Grant. I have nothing in tennis, my life. You play pickleball. No, I mean, but tennis is at like nine. I mean, really, the hours are bad this week. Um, oh. But so I really... 
I, I'm in a little bit of a, you know, it's a long month. It's okay, that's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to make excuses for doing my job 24-7. I'm reading the damn books and I watching TV. I was giving TV. you a compliment. And <laughs> Don't now make I, me feel like a loser. I was giving you a compliment, <laughs> and I'm being a tech because I was doing something so productive. I think I went to bed at 8 last night. No, Don't make me feel like you? a loser. I will not. This is the time of the year that apparently I'm spending a lot of time on TV, but I want you to know. What? Life is going to change for me. Okay. And the date, I'm going to give you the date. It's going to change on um, March 25th. What day is it today? Because why? I know why. The Bridgerton new series is coming out on March 25th. And if you have not, we already saw kind of a teaser. And Lori, I think, Grant, we even made a promo out of it. A lot of galloping and not enough betting and not enough. Uh, 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 yeah, not gal- not too much talking, not enough, and too much talking and galloping, galloping not, and enough. not enough sexy time. Yeah. Well, this second teaser because you and I watched it together, Britt. Mm. It is. Well, I kind of like the twist. I'm, I don't want to give it away. No. I don't want to give it away. I am a I am a period piece girl. If there ever was one, I will have to say there wasn't a lot of skin. Doesn't matter. There was intriguing um relationships relationships and you could see sometimes you don't need to show skin you can just touch a finger and have an electric spark that's what we saw and that'll be enough for a little while but there's a good twist in it that we didn't expect correct amundo yes so that's very exciting now on the other hand are you watching this is us no i've never seen it in my life this is a show i know but it hit on something really what? that I thought was interesting last night. Um, I'm not going to give away the show or anything, but this is us. It just, the writing is so unbelievable and the way they do it with the different generations and move forward and backwards. It's, it's the most, it's so thoughtful and creative. So there's two characters, Kate and Toby, and they're married and Kate is overweight I mean, she's the This Is Us character that is is very, she's mm-hmm. overweight and she's been overweight her whole life and that's been something. And through, in this episode, they talked about how um, her mom, who I can't think of what the damn name is, when she grew up, her mom would give her like on Thanksgiving, you know, you get this finger, you know, maybe a little sliver of pie. You can't have a full piece because we want to watch your weight. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if anyone grew up in this family, but I know I did. My family were weightists. And so you can just have this little slice because we're worried about your weight. But yeah. mine was all in my boobs. I mean, I had the biggest <laughs> boobs, but I didn't weigh anything. Yeah, I really yeah. did. And so, but all this control food stuff going on in Sample your size, family, yeah. you know, that's too much for you. And and don't eat so much sugar and blah, blah, blah. So that theme is kind of coming into the next generation. It's fascinating to me to watch it. It was a really compelling thing about how... One little comment about eating too much or mm-hmm. or for some reason, everyone else at the table gets to celebrate on Thanksgiving. But you, little yeah. one, don't. Yeah. And how what that does and how crushing. So Mandy Moore, Rebecca, was saying they did this. As... They did. Mandy Moore's parents did it to her. Oh, and then they show that she kind of. It's not that she really did it, but they're showing it's kind of skipping a generation. But her daughter's always been overweight. Yes. Of the three of okay. the the three kids, and so um, and her husband's reaction to how she's feeding their newborn, you know, their children, and yeah. how you're, he's never around, but you're doing it wrong. 
Yeah. It was just kind of this whole Isn't thing it, that it, takes you down the eating disorder path, sort of in a way, and not in a way, but just how shaming yeah. over a holiday piece of pie and how damaging that is to somebody. It and, just strikes you. And often unintentional. Um, oh. You know, I mean... I you think, don't really want that, do you? You don't need seconds, do you? No, and it's just those little things. And I think that, I mean, I'm more reflective on it lately because I, you know, I don't, that you think about what you do want to pass down to your kids and what you uh-huh. don't. And a lot of things that I don't want to deal with, I think, well, I'll, I'll be better. And it's like, what you need to remember is kids see everything. They you, see everything yeah. and they learn everything from mimic you. Yeah, they mimic just, it. And so, so if, if it's even a matter of like, you know, we'll we'll stay on the weight thing. If you're saying to yourself, "Oh, I look so ugly. I'm five pounds up." If you're saying that out loud, and the kid hears that, that's not you. May not be putting that on them, but you are because they. That's where they learn everything. It's amazing, and it is. And I think that's actually because I've never been that interested in this as us. But you made me really want to watch this episode because I think that generational how that's passed down and and what how that's reflected off each person is very interesting. And in, in my family, you know, I just was the shortest mm-hmm. and I had the biggest boobs. Um, so I looked bigger than everyone else, yeah. you know, kind of thing. Um, but it was a very, it was never malicious or mean. No. And it was just a side comment that you would be happier. I'm sure if you didn't have that piece by on Thanksgiving or something. And my parents, I mean, we've worked, you know, it's not a thing. No, I mean, and none just- of this. I, but I do know how damning he is. I never, I have boys, you know, yeah. I never talked about any of this stuff because, you know, we have, I try to get him to eat more. Yeah. You know, please eat, please eat. You, you know, know kind and of some people might say that might be a reflection. Then, you know, you're, you're, you're feeding, you're feeding is like, but I didn't, but one of them just ate so little, you know, I know, and I know. it was so But little. I'm just mean like, yeah. who knows what's what, and that's where that, like, if you don't deal with your problems, I mean, most of the time that will come out somewhere. And in this is us is so clever yeah, about way. how they take things that happen in your childhood and how they manifest themselves later in life. It's very smart. It's a very well-written show. People didn't like it because it always makes you cry a little bit. Yeah. But just some of the themes are so relevant and so... Relatable. um, Relatable. And the the week before, it was someone whose dance teacher kind of shamed her and made her lose her passion for the the most favorite thing in the world. Yeah. And how that just stuck with her. So I don't know. if, If anyone's looking for a new series or something... I just think Lori and I are both in love with This Is Us, and it's in its last season. Oh, but, it's a, yeah. But, I haven't seen any of this season. Oh, great. But, but I have watched every season I mean, prior, and you like you do cry a little bit, but it's kind of like gives you that emotion that you don't otherwise get maybe in your life, and it kind of, it's it, it, sometimes it's for sad reasons, but it feels good to feel it, it with them, you know, and learn f- with them. Yeah. It, it's weird, but I have like this emotional tie to them that when they're hurting, I feel like I'm hurting, and then when they get better, I feel like I get better, so it's like a roller coaster of good and bad. It's a codependency show. Yeah. Is what you're yeah. But, but I will say they touch on real things 100%. that I think are very interesting. Yes. Um, and that is, oh, I'm going to say, and I've eat both pieces of pie on Thanksgiving Good. right now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Good. But I, I remember will. those years. I'm like, screw you. I know. No, my grandma who's chubbier than chubby. I'm named after saying, do you want two of those? I'm like, God, why do you get them? You're triple my weight. You know, you kind of think things later. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to take a quick break. This is Lori and Julie on My Talk. Um, when we come back, we're going to have Holly give us some dirt. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert.
Hi, Holly. How are you? Good afternoon, Julia. Doing well. How y'all doing over there? We're good, Holly. The gang is the gang is hanging out. We're having a good day. Wonderful. Well, let's talk about Kim Kardashian and this, and this new interview that was published in Variety today. Yeah, talking about her new Hulu reality series, The Kardashians. Now, it's not just Kim; it's the whole fam. Yeah, uh, sitting for Variety. And one of the things that Kim is talking about is she is not going to be talking about Kanye West, or at least not in a pejorative sense, during the Kardashians' new reality series. Correctamundo. We kind of tapped on this one, but yes, and and I think, of course she's not. Yeah. Well, good for her. Brittany wants her to do publish a side blog that's just for adults so kids can't see it. I part, Doesn't a part of you want her to fire? I mean, like the petty side of me, the part of me that doesn't have a kid yet, that like knows that like she... He's you just, just want him to shut up and I want her to say something, but I know that she's doing the right thing. She can't. But sometimes she can't. the right thing is the boring thing. <laughs> so what Kim said of doing the boring thing, she told Variety, I don't think I would ever criticize the father of my children on my TV show. You can't. Yeah, she says that's just not what I'm really about, and I don't think that would ever make me feel good. Kim Kardashian adding being in the public eye and having disagreements publicly is never easy, but I do believe in handling it all privately. I believe in championing publicly and criticizing privately. And that might be a little dig at Kanye right there. Right? I think that's pretty good right Mm -hmm. there. Yeah, she said, you know, she's respectful of what the kids see regarding Kanye's uh, posts on social media. And she said, you know, the reality is we're always a family. And that's she's going to try to make it work as much in the familial sense, even though they are legally single now, because there there's four kids going on. You don't ever want to do that to your kids. So I, I applaud her. Yeah. Now, are you going to be watching at least a little taste of this? new? Okay. So here's the thing. I never watched it before ever. No, I've, I've watched like three episodes at the most. Um, but when I watch it, I am intrigued by their houses, by their clothes, by their closets, and now today by the pantries. Um, I'm intrigued by their cars. I'm intrigued by that kind of wealth, mm-hmm. just to take a peek. But really, that's all I like it for. I, I, I don't see myself. This isn't my gig. It's not my thing. You're not emotionally invested in what is happening between not Chloe. Even, not and- even a second. <laughs> <laughs> These ladies, I'm in awe of their work ethic because yeah. I don't think anyone works more than them and their mom. But I do not. It's not my jam. Just one one teeny tiny taste, Julia. One I, teeny, I'll peek at it. One teeny, teeny, teeny Just taste. one taste. Just Especially one taste. to see the new homes that Chloe and... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. The mom built next to each other. Oh, yeah, right. Side by side, yeah. mom and daughter houses. Now, did you see Chris Jenner's room specifically for her china? Yes, uh, we, yes. Now, I, <laughs> again, this is the reason to watch this, is to see where, you know, their rooms for their pantry, which is the size of my place, and, you know, the china room. I kind of think that's cool. Yeah, so you can go and watch The Kardashians on Hulu when it debuts. When is it going to come out? April. Oh, not till April. We've got time. There's plenty of time. Uh, Celebrity Justice News says Selma Blair has been granted a restraining order against her boyfriend. (gasps) Yeah. Okay, now this is a turn. This is a turn because she was so crazy for him. Well, this happened, Julia, last month where she's claiming her ex-boyfriend, Ronald Carlson, attacked her. So this took place on February 22nd at oh, her home. Sorry, this is sad. Yeah, now Carlson was arrested for felony domestic violence <gasps> with corporal injuries. And a couple weeks after the incident, he filed his own restraining order against Blair, claiming Blair got in his face and called his daughter a bleeping loser. Selma Blair is accusing Ronald Carlson of calling her any number of things that I am not going to be saying on the radio. This is, wow. Yeah. This is shocking to me. I guess I didn't know this story. Well, they kind of, you know, kept it under wraps. Mm -hmm. And uh, so they're not going to be around each other for quite some time. Okay. Because that restraining order has been approved according to documents over at I can't think of anything worse than having to worry about your safety in your own home. I mean, it just sounds horrid. Yeah. And she's, you know, she's, she's fighting battling ms mm-hmm. and i just thought he was her guy they looked so cute together for a couple years so that's sad but good riddance yeah looks like those two need some space and hopefully they can just figure out their lives in a safe way mm-hmm. channing tatum and zoe kravitz have a playful energy together according to his exclusive source at people.com mm. and that they're very happy what do you think about this relationship? Well, you know what? I First of all, she married a guy she wasn't in love with, a Parisian guy, and she was married for two weeks um, before Chanum. I think being around Chanum would make anyone playful and delighted. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure this... I'm sure she's happy. I, he just seems like a neat guy, and she seems like a cool lady. Yeah, he's he takes out the garbage in gold parachute pants. I, I love that. I'm, I, you know, I'm all for that. Taking out the trash and gold parachute pants. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like my husband needs to step up. When I hear that there's men walking around with gold parachute pants, I think he knows how to live. Justin, step it stop up. Stop it up. But yeah. just for someone to take out the garbage, because I took mine out last right? night, and they both tipped over, and a man was walking his dog by me, and he goes, oops, not a good night. And I know, nope. You're like, thanks for that, buddy. Appreciate it. But Tip it was funny, hat. because I needed to laugh, because I was so upset. Oh, well. You know, of Channing and Zoe, this insider says they both continued to spend time together on both coasts. So I think that they want to reaffirm whoever the source is, whatever PR factory is behind this story. They want to affirm the relationship of Channing Tatum and Zoe Kravitz. Now, Channing Tatum went out with Zoe Kravitz's ex-father-in-law, Jason Momoa, to support her at the premiere of yes. The Batman. Yes. So, the, yeah, and they're working together on her di- directorial debut, Bleep Island. Uh-huh, Kitty Cat Island. Kitty Cat Island. I'm dying, because this is where they fell in love. Yes. Um. So I'm dying to see what Kitty Cat Island is about. 
Well, <laughs> we don't really have a lot on that. Meow. Yes, I know. meow. I think, you know, I don't think it's going to be as salacious as one hopes. Oh, I wish it would be. I know. Damn. And okay. uh, over the weekend, you may have noticed that Demi Lovato posted in their Instagram stories a package of Egyptian antiques that they received at their home. But the problem is, is that these ancient Egyptian artifacts are now drawing suspicion. They're from World Market? Well, they could be, Julia. (laughs) They could be, because there are experts talking to the Hollywood Reporter about this, saying that these are not perhaps the authentic pieces of Egyptian memorabilia that Lovato thought they were. Oh, no. Scammed by an art dealer. Scared. Mm. I know. Well, that person telling The Hollywood Reporter, this expert, an archaeologist, says, when I first saw the certificates of of authenticity, (laughs) I thought it was a joke. Oh, no. Poor Uh Demi. Yeah. They're probably from the Franklin Mint. Well, (laughs) (laughs) You know. I don't care. Poor thing. She's not going to have more stuff in her house. Poor Uh, thing. It's going to be all right. All right. Thanks, Holly. You're welcome. All right, Grant, what's happening with our traffic? Then there was a scandal. Vintage scandal. It was quite the scandal. Quite the scandal. Scandal. Okay, so um, here is the deal. Give me the scandal, girl. Okay, so this one came together very quickly, and as we've learned, I have no life right now, so I'm spending a lot of time in front of the Tuberuski or with my nose in a book, okay? So I, at some point last night, wanted to watch just something. I remember that the Learning um, TLC Turner Classic Movies is doing uh, 40 Days of Oscar, and the Oscars are coming up at the end of this month, and we've been talking about them a lot. And I um, was just looking for one that I haven't seen in a long time, and I I went to Gone with the Wind. Uh-huh. So um, we talked about how Gone with the Wind has some troublesome, um, you know, it it really has been problematic, and kind of Disney's doing this, and a lot of older movies are trying to h- figure out how to talk about you know, how they completely ignored slavery and how they glamorized the antebellum South yes. and these plantations, but yet still enjoy this movie that was a classic that won so many Academy Awards. So this is where I think HBO did a great job. So Ben Makowitz, I think, is the um, host of this Turner Classic series of the Oscars. And he started out kind of just saying, Gone with the Wind is a problematic movie today but when it came out it um dazzled audiences with its grand scale of um sight and sound and romance and all in color and four hours the year is 1939 it had 13 oscar nominations it won eight it was up against the wizard of oz mr smith goes to washington stagecoach withering heights all these huge movies and it won Best Picture. And it's problematic, of course, in how it's celebrated today, but um, it ignores the realities of slavery. And I just started, I like that they set it up that way. You could learn more, you could hear more, but they just kind of set the tone. Mm-hmm. But said, this is still a great movie. Yeah, We get to enjoy these great movies. There's no revisionist history here. It was what the culture was, the time, yeah. and that sort of thing. So you can, then you can deal with it kind of, you know yeah, what I yeah, mean, absolutely. instead of erasing it. So here's the part that really struck me. So 
1940, when it was time for the Academy Awards, they were hosted. And this is the presenter for the Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress in a Motion Picture. Here we go. I'm really especially happy that I'm chosen to present this particular plaque. To me, it seems more than dust a plaque of gold. It opens the doors of this room, moves back the walls, and enables us to embrace the whole of America, an America that we love, an America that almost alone in the world today recognizes and pays tribute to those who give their best, regardless of creed, race, or color. It is with the knowledge that this entire nation will stand and salute the presentation of this plaque that I present the Academy Award for the best performance of an actress in supporting roles during 1939 to Hattie McDaniel. And I loved, and that was um, Faye Banter, who was an actress at the time, and I loved what she said, and yeah. I felt like it was so relevant, but here's the scandal, okay? Wait, can we just acknowledge her voice was amazing. Oh, beautiful. I know. I mean, okay. come, beautiful. Okay, good. And this is, you know, and so when she talks about it being a plaque, they didn't call them Oscars yet, mm-hmm. I don't think. And so she's standing up, just on like an elevated stage, not mm-hmm. even a stage, and there's all these Oscars just t- kind of standing around like you would like at a baseball tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's going like, to get one of these yeah. kind of things. Okay. And so the scandal is... Give it to me. ...is that Hattie McDaniel was not even allowed to go to the opening of the movie in Atlanta when it premiered because of her color. Um, she was allowed to come to the Academy Awards because she was nominated, but she couldn't sit with the um, other members of the cast. She sat in the cheap seats by the kitchen. And like I said, she was banned from the premiere in Atlanta based on her skin. And so she comes up from the side and now listen to her, how gracious she is winning for playing Mammy. Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Science fellow members of the motion picture industry, and honored guests. This is one of the happiest moments of my life. And I want to thank each one of you who had a part in selecting me for one of the awards. For your kindness, it has made me feel very, very humble. And I shall always hold it as a beacon for anything that I may be able to do in the future. I sincerely hope I shall always be a credit to my race and to the motion picture industry. My heart is too full to tell you just how I feel. And may I say thank you. <laughs> God bless you. Oh, but how, I mean, how gracious and lovely and, I, I mean, letting people off with grace. I mean, it's kind of what she did. And yeah. that's saying, yeah, I'm sitting over here by the kitchen, you know, yeah. thank you. But it was just a different time. And so she was the first um, black person ever to be able to sit in the Academy Awards. Yeah, it's and amazing. to win. And it wasn't until Sidney Poitier won the best Oscar in 1963 that Actress? a black. No. Best Oscar? Uh, best actor. Okay, actor. Sorry. No, it's okay. Sidney Poitier, who was a dude. Yeah. Won oh, okay. In, 19, yeah, in 1963, he was the first black man to win okay. the first actor. So I just thought, you know, I really. Um, we were talking about in the past about these movies that you can't, you know, because of how they treated things based on the time, everything is being edited or yeah. you know, changed and this and that. And I just thought, really, 
HBO Max did a brilliant job in setting it up and not making excuses for the time, but saying this is the time and this is yeah. what was wrong and this is what's right. Like, don't and- you think better conversations come of why, why, like, you know, I want to call it like oh, society, I want to say like white fragility couldn't handle the reality of what was going on and acknowledging it. And that's kind of the art that was made. Don't you think more conversations come about that than just getting rid of it altogether? I mean, there's an honor sense of being like, yeah, we, there was, this was completely washed over and we're not saying that's okay. We're, we're just acknowledging that and, and why and where were they were at in the country? I just think there are so many things to learn from that. Yeah. And I, I agree with you. So anyway, I just thought, you know, it's Oscar month, and she was so lovely, and I just thought that just kind of made my heart sing a little bit today, um, hearing her acceptance speech yeah. and hearing, um, you know, Faye Bandier give it to her and really acknowledging the doors that, need to be open or yes. they, they could be available. People, it, it seemed like both those speeches said as much as they could say and still say something. I mean, yeah. she did even acknowledge her race in that speech, mm-hmm. and saying she wanted to make, you know, her race proud. And, and mm-hmm. I mean, that even that was a brave in its own way. And so there's something to be said about both of them doing what they could at the time. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, Thank I just wanted that. to share that. And that movie still works on so many four levels. Four hours? I did not know that movie it was works. four hours There's long. an intermission. It works on all levels. Have you never seen Gone with the Oh, of oh. course not. Oh, you youngsters. Me too. No. Oh, it's a class. I'm sure my mom had it on in the background at oh. some point in time, but no. Oh, the chemistry between Scarlett O'Hare and Rhett Butler. And one of the best books is Rhett Butler's People, and it's written, it's Gone with the Wind, written from Rhett Butler's perspective. It is a dynamite book. We had that off from probably 10 years ago at least. Anyway, thanks for indulging me. When we come back, we've got the rest of the headlines. This is Lori and Julie on my talk. All right, cheers, everybody. We are wrapping up this hump day episode of Lori and Julia. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Thanks for hanging out with us today. I really, um, God, we had a full day. And I want to thank, of course, Sarah Hartman, who's the COO from Alight, who talked to us from Poland, where it was midnight, talking about how cold everyone is there and how really they're distributing uh, using our um, you know, funds that people are donating at MyTalk 1071 towards giving people blankets, giving people mittens, giving people wheelchairs. A wheelchair. Yeah. I mean, that's just cool stuff. It makes you feel like you're part of it. Um, if you want to donate, we um, just go to MyTalk 1071, My Talkers for Ukraine, click on it. It'll take you right to Give Minnesota. It's super easy. We're at $66,580 so far, and 727 people have donated. Most recently, we want to thank Libby. We want to thank um, Ellen and Chuck. We want to thank Anne. We want to thank Deborah. We want to thank, um, oh gosh, Michelle, Leon. I can. Leanne. I, Leanne. Well, I'm doing the Tiffany, contact thing. Jackie. I'm doing the contact I got thing. you. I got you. Robin, Emily, Kathy, lots of, lots of generous My Talkers. Thank you, everybody. It feels good. I I did it today. I mean, it feels good to donate. And I'm telling you, Give Minnesota, they wrap it all up in a bow for you and give you a printout at the end of the year that's so easy for your taxes. It's simple. So you're doing a good thing, and they make it easy for you. All right. the the, The finale is tonight. Of what? Of what, you ask? Pam and Tommy? That's right. There we go. That's right. We quit. We quit. We quit early on, but the season's finale is tonight. Last night... They had a little party in L.A. with Sebastian Stan and Lily James and Seth Rogen. 
um, talking about the final episode. And, and I think one thing that um, Lily James, who plays Pamela Anderson, really, really, really wanted to make clear is that she wanted to portray her as this really amazing woman mm-hmm. and um, not dismiss her as a sex. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Subject. Yeah. And, and knows it was painful for this to come out. But well, if anyone's still watching it, maybe tomorrow you call us with the thumbs up or thumbs down. Yeah, give I'm us curious. a review. Somebody, I know we're not going to pay you, but can you act like you're our on-scene reporter, please? <laughs> can you be a little more professional than Julia and give us a call and a rundown on the show? Or, or one of my reviews, like, what about Pam or whatever that show's called? What about Pam? What about Pam? Um, the thing about Pam. The thing about Pam. <laughs> um, the Andy Warhol Diaries, if you're into that. It's a six-part series produced by Ryan Murphy, who's done so many other things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's um, using Andy Warhol's posthumously published diaries to tell his life story in his own words. So that is on tonight. Um, with those who knew him, some people included in the interviews are John Waters, Rob Lowe. Lowe. The one, that nev- the one that never ages. Huh? The one that never ages. Oh, he's beautiful. Mm-hmm. He really does. I mean, he looks the same as he did in Wayne's World right now. He's beautiful. Yeah, he's and you, people think man. drinking, you know, you know, being in a lot of formaldehyde, it kind of makes you stay at the same age, but it kind of ages you. And he hasn't drank since he was like 26. There, there you go. go. There you um, go. The Last Kingdom, which we talked about, the fifth season of the historical drama, 10th century England. It's so good. Uhtred. Fall in love with him. Go watch it. I sent it to my kids this morning, Grant, because this was our nice our family show. Good. That's happening. Other other fun things is that um, you can stay at a treehouse Airbnb if, yeah. for spring break that Brittany suggested. You know what? There's a lot of them. So last year I was looking into it during like the pandemic, and there was like one or two. Mm-hmm. I looked up, you know, if you just look up um, treehouse rentals, Minnesota. There's a lot. People made a bunch of them last in the pandemic. During I'm sure. the pandemic, and like there are ones with hot tubs, hidden rooms, all this fun stuff. So that'd be pretty cool. I think. Maybe we can all go in on one together. You think so? I don't think so. Okay. I don't, I don't know, but that's good. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for the idea. Boy, Kelly Clarkson is paying her guy a ton of money. Yeah, and then he's paying wow. her in rent. Two thousand dollars. No, I thought it was twelve. Okay, so here's the deal. Oh my gosh, what is she, what is she giving up a month? What is it? Okay, you're right. She he is gonna she gets she pays him one point three million. Done. Then 
She pays spousal support of $115,000 a month until January of 2024. So that's two more years. Two more years. Well, about a year and a half. So what is that going to be about? Another close to 12 months, $2 million, $2 million something. Yeah. And then $45,600 a month in child support for their two children. Okay. That is a lot of money. Yeah. And in that, what I want for Kelly Clarkson is I want her to get a new stylist. Yeah, I agree. He's much too good of a singer, of an entertainer, of a person I heard. to wear those belts around yeah. her breasts. Yeah, I agree. And then I also like sometimes want her to do something with her hair. Sometimes. But mm-hmm. it's just we when you're that, that talented. I know. I, I, know. I think she's like a whatever girl. I know. You know, I don't care. And that's probably how I would be. I mean, that's how I am as a human right now. But You're like, if I was a celebrity. The effort you put in today was not enough. I try to add color and I look like I'm painting a nursery. Um, okay. But I, yeah, I hate I hate digging on her, but you're right. Like, if you're on TV every day and you're this beautiful singer, you could you can do it. But then again, you think, why? I, is it kind of, you know, I kind of dig that about her too, that she's just chill? No. All right, fine. The one thing you have to wear is fake eyelashes if you're on TV. I just, in Kristen Chenoweth, we talked about her earlier today, our little cotton candy poof bubbly. Um, Do we still have that thing left or should we wait for tomorrow, the Ariana Grande? Let's do it. Okay, so here's, because Ariana Grande is playing the Kristen Chenoweth role in the movie adaptation of the play Wicked. So here we go. You originated, of course, as everyone knows, the role of Glinda in Wicked. Glinda! And now. Speaking of high notes, they're making a movie with Ariana Grande uh, playing your part. And I understand you've known Ariana since she was little. Ten years old. Wow. She came backstage to, she came to see uh, Wicked with her Nona, her grandma. And she said, I want to be you. And I thought, again, like I did with you, oh, that's so sweet. That's so sweet. (laughs) (laughs) And Nona says, Ariana, sing for her. And she doesn't remember this, but I remember everything. Still trap mine. And she sang a little something, and I went, you have to have something of mine. You're, you're just so good. I gave her hand soap. I gave her a fake wand, a little fake wand. And here we sit all these years later. I've, I've known for a while, mm-hmm. and I feel like it, the full circle moment has happened, and mm-hmm. the right person is going to be handing the, 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 the crown and the wand, and I'm so happy. Have you given her any advice? As far as advice goes for the, for the role, I said, I know everything there is to know about Glinda, so there's nothing I can tell you that you won't learn on your own. And just the, maybe two days ago, she texted me something that I will not say. She goes, did you know this about Glinda? And I went, no. <laughs> so the, 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 the teacher become, becomes a student again. And well, I love that. I love it. Isn't she sweet? She's so sweet. Uh, okay. Um, I'm going to tell you. I can't wait to see that. That is that'll be good. That play is everything. Not as good Popular. as our show today, but I want to it be was pop, okay. Popular. Thanks everybody. Everyone have a great night. Again, you can donate all mm-hmm. whenever mm-hmm. you want from the comfort of your home. If you're driving around, look at it. it's light out. It's hump day. It's a oh. good day. The sun was out. We'll play this for the bowling team where Lori's not going to be a part of right now because <laughs> it would be a Wednesday night bowling night for That's her. Right. <laughs> Need to get something for smashing tennis balls, Grant. Yes, sweet little, little ha! Uh, <laughs> ha! Uh.